Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, welcome to another Toonami pre-flight. Today is a very lupine-heavy episode. Uh, we're talking Wolf's Rain and some of our favorite wolf movies. Wolven movies? I don't know what we worded it. Which favorite wolf movie? Yeah. Meaning not necessarily a werewolf movie, but a movie with a wolf in it. Correct. Or... That a wolf plays a central role. My personal film. picks were to avoid werewolf movies, but I'm not here to cast any derisive <laughs> comments <laughs> yeah. towards either my esteemed co-host or uh, to the I don't Facebook have a, public. I don't have any werewolf movies. I didn't really look at your list. Um, just letting you know. Cool. Cool. Um, but this all geez. came about because we were going to talk about the show Wolf's Reign. Number 37, I believe, on Paste... Magazine's top 50 anime series of yeah. all time. This was an uh, early 2000s show. Yeah. Came out in 03 in Japan and uh, Adult Swim in 04, I believe. Gotcha. Um, so this was another show that was pretty highly regarded at the time and has somewhat sort of dropped off the map. Although you can still, unlike a lot of other early 2000s shows, you can still find it on Blu-ray and stream it. Um, yeah, there wasn't a... a- res version for a long time and it was sort of yeah. mired in the, the early usual. 2000s yeah. who actually has the rights to this yeah. scenario after Bandai sort of got out of that imploded business imploded in the US um, so this show is about a world in which there are wolves are are thought to be pretty much extinct yeah it's a couple hundred years uh, of no wolves yeah or and so they think. So this is about a pack of wolves who uh, disguise themselves as human. They can basically project the human illusion that they aren't a wolf. Which I feel like <laughs> is what a lot of people do today. Oh, do you? Who are actual, actually wolves. Do you? Yeah. That oh. part, I think, is it's hard science. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's never really explained why this world is sort of falling apart. Um, but you know that there's this long history in this sort of fantastical world and that wolves have been around and not been around forever. And so these wolves are hiding themselves. <coughs> and at the same time, they are on a journey looking for a, basically a way to get to paradise, which for them is a world in which wolves can live and be peaceful yeah. and not be hunted. And they're the only ones who can see it, find it. Yes, and they're the only ones who can find it. So it's really a road movie type story they're pretty much always on a journey it's also a really slow sort of metaphysical show there's a lot of yeah long, sort of meaning of life yeah there's a lot of long um, slow digressive yeah. wolf howling and it shots. is sad as fuck so if you are not ready to watch a show in which 90 percent 
if not 100% of all the characters are going to die, I would be, I would not yeah. throw on Wolf's Rain. Would you say? I think that's fair. It looks great, and it's definitely a cool show. The music is, um, again, by Yoko Kano, and yeah. it is one of the best anime scores the in years. production I mean, I was a bit of a mess, I guess is fair to say. Um, it was a couple episodes in, there was a break and for a couple weeks, and then later on, not the way Adult Swim ran it, but later on in the episodes, there were four recap episodes in a row. In a row, which is bananas. Never a great sign. Imagine that in the era where you would buy Blu-ray or DVDs of a series, and you would only usually get four, two to four episodes yeah. per DVD. So imagine you were like, yeah, the next one, and you waited, and you got your DVD of... Episodes 15 through 18. They were all, in they were the U.S. All, anyway, they were all on the same disc. They were all which, recaps. Which is almost a cool move because yeah, you can just like, skip that just one. skip that disc, yeah. But if you didn't know, it's, it's not in any way yeah. cool. <laughs> and that, that, that kind of thing only happens. Recap episodes in anime only happen when the show unit is like, oh, fuck, we're not going to meet yeah, our deadlines. It's, it's four minutes before the show airs yeah, and, and we're like, not oh, going to be shit. ready. But to have three, to have four episodes in a row be recaps means that they must have had some serious shit happen. Yeah, somewhere someone important left, or a bunch of people left, or it they was, ran out of money. It wasn't or, the first Bones show, but it was early on. Yeah. So I think it was. Yeah, they must have run into production timeline difficulties. So again, if you do decide to watch the show, you can. Go ahead and feel confident that if you're watching it on a binge kind of thing, you can totally skip episodes 15 through 18. They offer basically nothing. They kind of each are retell the same events from a certain person's point of view, but it's all with like VO and a few yeah. shots. Like you can just totally skip it. Remember when? <laughs> Remember? Um, so yeah, a great show, a great looking show. Not a show that you should expect a lot of explanation for why things happen. Um, it is from the one of the writers of Cowboy Bebop, and much like Cowboy Bebop, she doesn't have the characters sort of explain their motivations much. And it's it's almost like these wolves have been in hiding and beaten down so much they don't they're so guarded they don't want to share any emotions. Yeah. So there's not They've a been hurt. There's not a lot of emotional speeches. Also, don't expect a lot of uh, explanation for why things are happening world-building-wise. It just kind of does, and you just roll with it. It's pretty much classic 2000s anime style where it's like, well, that's just the way it is. In this world. You're on board or not. We're in Free City, and some people are wolves. Moving on. Um, So it's definitely a show where you kind of got to just roll with, you know, suspend your disbelief and just roll with it. Um, but I, I think it's a great show. It's just a really sad show. But let's check out the trailer for the DVD of Wolf's Rain. They say there's no such place as paradise. Let's go. There's nothing there. You can't prove it was a wolf. Well, there weren't any cats or ferrets around. <laughs> Hurry up! That beast turned into a little boy right in front of my eyes. Hey! Wait a minute! He's a human race! He looks human to me! Human, what are you waiting for? Are you scared? Have you found it? We will. And what do you expect to find there? A future. Now, do you believe? I'm seeing the world clearly for the first time. Just as it's about to end. 
If only we could fly away. Maybe find another world somewhere. Why? Why do humans always look to the sky? Why do you all try so hard to fly when you don't have any wings? We use what we've been given. We meet. We'll run. On our own legs for as long as it takes. Only then we'll appear the wretched beast. The wolves are everywhere. Can't you see them? Have they got you all under their spell? So yeah, the definitive cool. four-part OVA is the actual ending. That's the, the actual series. end. Yeah, the series. So those four episodes where they did recaps probably should have been story episodes because then when the series ended, it doesn't really have an ending. So then the OVA, unlike most OVAs that tell a, a side story or afterwards or an alternate version, yeah, this OVA just literally just end. picks up where the series left off and finishes the actual story, which ends in a incredibly depressing but hopeful resolution and when adult swim ran it uh, i do not believe we ran the recap episodes but i'm almost positive we also did not run the ova so it was a little bit of a it was a little it was a rough journey so here's uh one of our original adult swim wolf strain spots uh from hamid who now works on the bumps Slightly disingenuous from the creators of Cowboy Bebop. From a writer and some of the other I mean, it's people. a lot of the team, yeah. but it's not Watanabe, yeah. which feels sure. a bit but, an important uh, piece to the Cowboy Bebop stew. The, the Elswim promo does show you more of the action and stuff that happens in the show. Um, the the Funimation one leaned very heavily on the emotional part, but yeah. the show is really both things um, in a good way. Um, we also have a clip so you can just sort of see what the show was like. So let's check that out. Stop! Stop the car! Hugo, hang in there! like things are falling apart faster than we could have imagined. Is leaving this stupid planet the only way to stay alive? If only we could fly away, maybe find another world somewhere. Why? Huh? Why do humans always look to the sky? Why do you all try so hard to fly when you don't have any wings? We use what we've been given. We'll run. 
on her own legs for as long as it takes. So stupid humans. Um, kind of during a wave of shows that were sort of more serious in, in, in nature and intent in the early 2000s. Um, but if you like wolves, definitely worth checking out. I would say that's fair. Um, so that leads us to our topic of the day, which is what's your favorite wolf movie? Um, and we did not mean werewolf because werewolves are cool. But yeah. we meant more just a wolf. <clears throat> so, first up for me is uh, the great movie from about six, seven years ago. I think a little more than that. Now. Yeah, Liam Neeson, The Gray. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, this little story that kind of tells you everything you need to know about me. When I saw this movie, I saw it in the theater. I was very excited about it because the trailer featured Liam Neeson. Um, with a bunch of bottles, yeah. and he was and, it, and he was about to punch a wolf, and I said, "That's for me. That movie's for me." Um, Twenty eleven. We were in Hawaii. We were. We were there filming the Pro Bowl, uh, doing some work for Cartoon Network, and it was a gorgeous, eighty-five degree, beautifully sunny day in Honolulu, and everyone I was traveling with went to go do um, surfing lessons or go to like the pineapple plantation. Or any of the fun things you can do in the out of doors in Hawaii, which is one of the most beautiful places in the world. Uh, and what I wanted to do more than anything else was go alone to a movie theater and sit in the dark in the air conditioning and watch a double feature. So I did. What was the other movie? I don't remember. I can't remember the other movie. <clears throat> I don't remember the. I, I need to look at that release weekend and see what else was out besides the gray. But whatever it was, I saw a double feature, and the gray was the. I remembered it was two, but I couldn't think what the first other one was. movie. Um, so yeah, that's very much that kind of tells you everything you need to know, whether it's good or bad about me. So uh, the gray is about is really very much of a Jack London style story. It's a pretty dark story. Um, Liam Neeson is a guy who is paid by the oil line, <clears throat> oil company in Alaska, working on the pipeline to basically shoot wolves so that they don't come and bother the people working uh, in this remote encampment where they're just oil workers. And those people actually do exist. So he's one of these guys. He's got a complicated backstory. He's a broken human, blah, sure. blah, blah. So essentially they... that touched by a wolf as a child. <clears throat> they're flying back home. And I can't remember. what Something goes wrong with their plane and they crash land. So then it's these guys that are these sort of end of the world, you know, the type of people who would be working on the Alaskan pipeline in the dead of winter who are ex-cons and just people that are more desperate. So it's about these guys trying to get make their way through the Yukon in the middle of winter back to civilization, which is hundreds of miles away, with no proper shelter, no proper gear. And then on top of that, they start getting hunted by uh, packs of wolves. A particular pack takes an interest in them. So it's sort of a man versus nature and man versus each other kind of scenario where as the worse things get amongst these men, the worse nature gets for them um, because they can't really manage to keep their shit together. Uh, and spoiler alert, basically everybody dies. It's very much a Jack London type story, um, but I really love it. The, the filmmaking is great. 
Um, and Liam Neeson does exactly what you want Liam Neeson to do in a movie like this. So if you're interested in that sort of thing, I urge you to watch The Grey. So here's a trailer which sort of really does a good job of the feel of the movie, getting that across. Check it out. A job at the end of the world. I work security, protecting men from the dangers they cannot see. There's not a second goes by when I'm not thinking of you in some way. Going home, guys. Let's keep it moving. Food. If we don't move and work now, we're all freeze to death. Somebody will find us. They gotta know that plane went off the radar. Nobody's gonna find us. Not here. We figure out what way is south and we start walking. This will be one of those wild stories you tell at a party. Get up, get up. Don't move. Stay right back at him. Get to that tree line. We can better defend ourselves. Go, go, go! Hold on! You gotta be kidding me. We could climb down. Following a river, we got a better chance of finding shelter. How are we gonna deal with this? We take them on one at a time. I want to see your face, feel your hands in mine. That, that's so weird that they chose that for the trailer because it's actually the very, very end of the movie where he's yeah, it's doing like that. The last... so he knows he's going to die and he's literally just like putting up a good fight, but they make it look like an action movie where he he's just, just goes around fight, punching wolves. Fight a wolf. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. Uh, I think the other movie, based on looking at what was out in theaters at that time, I think the other movie was The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, The Fincher. Oh, uh, maybe so. Because um, I thought, oh, that's a good double feature of, of darkness. Um, so next up is an all-time classic uh, that I return to every couple of years, and that's, of course, the great Never Cry Wolf, uh, which is a movie I feel like more people should acknowledge as a classic, but maybe because it was a Disney release. It's Carol Ballard who did The Black Stallion. It's Carol Ballard's second film um, and is pretty much... A, I guess it's it's based on a book by Farley Moat, yeah. who was a Canadian survivalist sort of adventure guy, raconteur, who wrote these books about his experiences. And this is about a researcher who is going to the Yukon to study wolves at a time where it's, I think it's like the 40s or, or maybe. It feels like it's maybe. later than that. But. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. He's going to study wolves and do a deeper study of wolf behavior than sort of anyone has done before. So he's given a grant and an endowment and a bunch of gear. And then he's just told, like, good luck, figure it out. So he gets to Alaska and very quickly 
a bunch of things go wrong. He has to jettison half his gear. He's left in the middle of nowhere and has no idea how to survive because he's more of a scientist than a survivalist. Um, and he has to figure out how to not only survive, but also get close enough to the wolves without spooking them to observe them in their natural habitat. And so in order to do that, he sort of has to he has to fit into wolf society in a weird way. Um, so he starts eating what they eat. He discovers that they mostly eat mice. He also starts marking his territory. And then the wolves sort of get used to him. They never really become friends with him, but they get used to him so he can observe them closely. Um, but it's a pretty beautiful movie, especially if you like wolves. So this is a scene from the movie, and I can't remember, but I believe it's the scene where he marks his territory because he threw out all this valuable gear, but the Alaskan guy that shipped his stuff through in a case of beer so he has all this beer and tea to drink and nothing else so i think he uses all this beer to go around and mark his territory yeah. so that the wolves will leave him be so let's check that out Something else out of there now. The big heavy ones, Tyler. I really had no way of knowing just exactly what of the department's gear we donated to the people of Nutsack. That big wooden box there. Get rid of it, go on, you don't need that. But by our third attempt at takeoff, it was a lot of what I might really need. I tried not to think about it. In fact, I tried not to think at all. shut and I realized that I was still alive but this was only the beginning so yeah sorry I did the beer drinking the beer drinking marking scene is definitely what's burned in my there's nothing in the um, there's nothing online in HD of this movie at all you can't find the trailer you can't like no one gives a shit about this movie but it is a classic if you can find it it's well worth watching I think I own it on Blu-ray yeah it wasn't on Disney Channel as much as Black Hole but it was on a lot yeah, it was on the Disney Channel a lot back in the day, for sure. Um, that's where I think I first saw it. And then finally, a recent Wolf movie. And it's not a very good movie, but it is certainly a fun movie. And that <laughs> is, of course, uh, Dwayne Johnson's Rampage, which was the movie based on the video game Rampage, where you were a giant Godzilla, a giant wolf, or a giant monkey. Monkey. And you had to smash buildings. So somebody, some person said, some let's make a movie out of that. So they made a movie out of it. And it's ridiculous and stupid. But if you like giant monsters, particularly the idea of a giant wolf that can some, sometimes fly, 
you will like this movie. So let's check out this. This is a, I think, hopefully, the scene of uh, the wolf going. These they send these military teams to kill this giant wolf in the forest, and they find out that that's a really bad idea. Let's check it out. Wait a second. Made that? Maybe I should have brought the 50 cal. Boss? Are we playing this? Nice and easy. They're in a hurry. What do you think, Spook? is doing what we designed it to. Wilson, check in. Sammy, check in. Taylor. Get me out of here. Copy that. Ten clicks out. My favorite part of that is how the wolf... Bro, the wolf totally eviscerated like you. It's like a 30-foot-tall wolf that somehow just... Very, very quiet yeah, when it so. wants to be. <laughs> I'm not entirely certain what the standard operating procedure for a te- <laughs> by a flying wolf is, but I feel like those guys 
fucked kind it of up. fucked it up. Yeah, uh, when you're hunting a giant wolf and a bunch of deer come out, yeah. it feels like maybe that's well, what's it's coming at you. Yeah. yeah. But the uh, it's a perfect airplane movie or For a sure. perfect movie if you're inebriated. Not so. a great helicopter movie, though. It's, <laughs> I think it would be a little disturbing. Yeah. So that, those are three of my favorite wolf movies. Excellent choices. Uh, my first is the 1991 version of Jack London's White Fang um, with Randall Kleiser of Flight of the Navigator and Big Top Pee Wee fame with a young... <laughs> oh, the great Randall Kleiser. <laughs> Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Household legend. Um... Uh, this is late uh, 19th century uh, Alaskan gold rush. Uh, young Ethan Hawke goes up to try to reclaim his father's gold claim and instead finds the friendship of one wolf. Nice. Um, this is a very touching movie. Um, Sad? Yeah. I mean, it's a Jack London story, so. He was a sad alcoholic. Lots of people die like in yep. horrifying ways. Um, but. Just to keep it light, we show the very, very end of the movie and the redemptive nature of White Fang. So here we go. It's all gonna be okay in the end. Yeah, we, we're, the, where I come from, we call that white fanging. The uh, you run around in a field with, with your white with your, your wolf. white fang and then roll around. In the original ending, white fang just murdered him when they came <laughs> together, but that didn't white test fang. too well, so they <laughs> they redid a little bit. Because before then, Jack was gonna go back to San Francisco, so he had to do the classic "Get out of here, go." And it's but it was very very heart wrenching. But yeah. luckily, Jack and White Fang Threw were a rock reunited. Out. Get out, go! Yeah. What did I say? I said go. Yeah. Even dogs aren't stupid enough to fall for that shit. They're, they're, like, just what are you, like, they're like, what are you doing? Stop, knock it off. Wrong? You're coming back? Yeah, come on. 
Um, my next pick is perhaps the greatest both hawk and wolf movie of all time, and that is Lady Hawk, <laughs> The Night Without a Day and A Day Without a Night. The <laughs> Richard Donner classic 1985 film mm. Rugger Hauer. Classic in the loosest definition of the term. Look at that shit. That is awesome. Classic meaning old. Yeah, yeah. From Gil's childhood. New classics. The new classics are mm-hmm. from Gil's childhood. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you want to know the story of I know the story Lady of Lady Hawk. I've seen it. I'm also from the 80s. <laughs> You're pro- I'm, from, I'm from the 80s. I'm from the 80s. I know. Um, but explain it to these people who've probably never heard of it. I think we've talked about. I think this is like the fifty. Yes, time you I've always talk about, about fucking Lady Hawk. I don't yeah. know why, but you really love Lady Hawk. It's good. It's fine, but it's hardly like. But you bring it up like it was a fucking key movie for you. There's is not that, that where many you first movies. fell in love with Matthew Broderick. Is that what it is? Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure of the timeline <laughs> lineage. Howard. Well, the first time I was fell in love with Arthur Howard is The Hitcher, and it scared the ever loving shit out of me. So this was. I felt a little bit more like I could watch this movie again. I think. Five is probably too young to have watched The Hitcher at the time, but yeah, I think so. Turns out that was not a good choice. Um, Lady Hawk, however, is the story of two lovers who are cursed to never be together except for one brief moment as day switches to night and night switches to day. Rugger Hauer plays Navarre, I believe is his name, and um, Dave Navarro, yeah, he, he's wow. It's a, more of a biopic. There's some liberties that they take with the story. But, um, Is Carmen Electra in this? No. She was originally cast, but then uh, Michelle Pfeiffer replaced her for the final gotcha, cut. Gotcha. Um, so he and Michelle Pfeiffer are lovers. This priest slash ruler has put this curse on them that, one, they can never be together, and they switch between being a hawk during the day and a wolf at night. Um, but we're about to see one well, tender... She's, she's a hawk and he's a wolf. Right. Yeah, you just made it sound like they both switch. Oh, yeah, no, no, sorry. They're not. They don't just roll the she's dice and figure out. She's a hawk during the day. She's, no. Uh, she's a, a human during the day, and he's a wolf. He, she's a hawk during the day and a woman. And a woman at night. Yeah. And he's a uh, A man during the day and a wolf at night. Right. Okay, there you go. Um, Important to know the balance. Right. Um, so this is the transformation scene. I was going to do when the wolf gets trapped in the ice, but that's just so sad that I did, couldn't. The emotional roller coaster of coming out of White Fang into Lady Hawk is brutal enough as it is, but I couldn't throw extra sad sauce on sure. there. So uh, this is another happy moment for a wolf and his bride. <laughs>
You would think the effects wouldn't hold up after 30 years, but it looks really good a still. A fucking thrill a minute. Right the, uh, thrill a minute. It cut out a little bit too soon before you just started doing the babe weight. To- totally. It totally holds up. I mean, it's... Not dated in any way. No. Solid. Uh, and last is... I'm excited. This has been a real roller coaster, Gil. This is Dances with Wolves. The wolf is even in the title. You don't like Dances with Wolves? The strangeness of this life cannot be measured. Uh, Kevin Costner's 1990... Early, early woke Native... Hey, we kind of fucked Native Americans over. Yeah. Oscars. Won an Oscar over Goodfellas. I can't blame that on the movie. It's like sure you can. Blaming Shakespeare in love. Uh, exactly. Ludicrous talk. Um, Tell us the story of a white man's redemption by becoming a Native American. Well, see, Kevin Costner's a white man. <laughs> but he's one of the good ones. But he's not in not the beginning. Not you, Zaxxon. You're one of the good yeah. ones. Um, but this wolf, he and this wolf fall in love, and then they start making wolf babies. Two socks. Yeah. Are you, do you want to do it? No, I just remember the little name was Two Socks. Yeah, because he's got two white feet. He's cute. Right, right. Maybe there's back feet. I don't remember. Um, but let's check it out because this clip is... Is it him running around is, dancing? Is, is, is he this going is, off? He's white fanging. Is he going white, is he white fanging? <laughs> he's white fanging. Oh, shit, yeah. So this is... I would try to find a white fanging moment in Lady Hawk. Well, there isn't one. He just kills there's people. There's just so. a Richard Rucker Howard going... So then it was just... <laughs> The sads. Uh, but now we're bringing it back up again. Oh, wolf frolic. Leave on a high of wolf white fanging. Wolf style. <laughs> Here we go. Go home! Go home! Damn him. If you don't speak um, Lakota, they were saying, you believe this fucking guy? When they were walking up, he's like, I know. Yeah. 
I, I will always love this movie because its raging success gave Kevin Costner the money for Postman, the, the capital <laughs> to make the Postman, which is We're... one of the most ridiculous movies ever made. Yeah, um, it is insanely ridiculous. Do you still have your Postman? <laughs> I don't have my. I did promo? a TNT promo for the Postman, which was not a great promo, but it was one of the more hilarious experiences I've ever had making a promo because we had to watch that three-hour movie multiple times. Just to squeeze out enough footage to make a decent thirty-second spot that wasn't boring as shit. Like, yeah. So if crazy. you're not aware, the Postman is oh, a post-apocalyptic so tale good. where the so good. the one thing that's going to reunite the country, <laughs> the postal is the service, mail service, and it stars Kevin Costner as the titular postman who. For no reason at all, every woman in the movie is falling all over herself to make love. Well, the to reason him. is all he, the dudes want to be him, yeah. and it's all because he delivers the mail. Because he has the best horse around. Yeah, it's so fucking crazy that that movie got made. But that's how popular Dances with Wolves was that he could literally be like, My next project is three hours of me farting into a can. And people were being like, Yeah, money, go. In. Because this was a huge hit, hit movie. Um, I actually think as far as Kevin Costner westerns go, Wyatt Earp holds up better than Dances with Wolves, frankly. But No wolves in that, though. No, no, no. I'm not saying you shouldn't have picked Dances with Wolves. I mean, as far as the guilt picks go, yeah, it's par for the course. Yeah, I mean... It's about what I expected from you. B minus. Let's go on to uh, the Adult Swim Facebook's picks of what your favorite wolf movies are. Princess Mononoke, excellent choice. I wish I had picked that myself. I was going to do it, but I literally did it last week. So American Werewolf in London, soon. we're going to let that slide, even though it's not really a wolf. Balto, Originally. which is a great animated movie about yeah. a wolf that's actually really good. I thought Gil would pick. Teen Wolf, which is neither a good movie nor about a wolf. But it is a teen. And The Grey, which of course we already acknowledge is a classic genre sure the seminal wolf movie the seminal wolf wolf movie genre indeed um and then next up are the tsunami fan picks balto at the top princess mononoke wolf children also a very good wolf movie american werewolf in london and then wolf of wall street which i almost did which myself I, I did literally pick until <laughs> yeah. i saw those yeah. choices and yeah. then undid because i mean there's only so many times you can make that joke and have it not be <laughs> never a stopped you before um and then next up is our sneak peeks of the week Take it away, Gil. So we are relatively certain that at this next moment will be a topical for a show. <laughs> we're just not exactly sure which, which one it's going to be. And so we're going to speak time in generality. Is. So here's hopefully a commercial for a show that will show up in Toonami. Enjoy. On the next all-new episode of Attack on Titan. If you don't want to talk, I can't make you. Will you cooperate and tell us everything that we want to know? I won't. Attack on Titan, Saturday at 11.30. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. And we feel really good about having the Promised Neverland topical. Uh, so we can say that one out loud <laughs> and show the graphic now. Even though the other ones will be graphics or it'll be cut out and you won't have seen it. Or this may be the first time you don't wonder what the fuck we're talking about. But anyway, I mean, let's watch the topical for the Promised Neverland. Anyway. Next, all new episode of The Promised Neverland. Kids have escaped. Sound the alarm. Capture them immediately. Kill those who aren't high grade. They cannot get away. The Promised Neverland. Saturday at midnight on Adult Swim. And one more. Mystery? Yep. I thought it was two more. No, no. The one, the last one we know for sure. Okay. But then there is one more, one more mystery. Okay. Beyond <laughs> Another that, so. mystery. This is the last topical mystery. 
On the next all-new episode of Sword Art Online, Alicization. I had no idea he could conjure such spells. I underestimated him. Sword Art Online, Alicization. Saturday at 12.30 on Adult Swim. But in only one week from tonight, Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin will be premiering on Tsunami. Finally. uh, At, I believe, 3 a.m. And we showed this last week. Stay up late. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, a, it's an experience. It just flows one into another. It's just worth it. Yeah. Uh, so let's check out the spot for Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin. Universal Century 0068. Chaos reigns as the zombie regime exerts its control. But the one-year war is still years away. World is that thing. Mobile suits are merely in development. But so is the scorned future leader of a new movement. He has a keen mind. He's a special boy with many unique qualities. Tensions rise. Your father was assassinated by those Sabi fiends. Allegiances are drawn. Join me. Stand with me on the battlefield. And sides are chosen. Who are they? The enemy. And I'm going to take them out. See the story that started it all, reimagined, and gorgeously updated. Mobile Suit Gundam. The origin, starting July 6th at 3. Suit up again. For the first time, only Toonami on Adult Swim. Well, uh, oh, Gil. One man's trash? I, no. Maybe next week. At some point, you should just pick one you can do and then do I that. have picked one I can do. do. If it takes you I have a month one. worth of pre-flights and you still haven't done it, then you're fucking up. It's only two weeks. It's been more than two weeks. Nah. You were supposed to have it last week, and then you were like, no, 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 but I'll have it on the next one. That's two weeks. No, and then now that's this one. No, yeah, the second week. That's No, 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 that's more than two weeks. Uh, well, we'd like to get you extra content, but it can't all be me watching movies. Gil's supposed to step up and do his part, so I encourage you to hit him up at Stupid Gil and ask him, where the fuck is one man's trash, Gil? Uh, finally, this week we have an Adult Swim single, number 45 in a series of 52 Adult Swim singles. This week is a metal song from the group Seer, who have one of my favorite metal albums of the year. It's called Children of the Dying Light, so let's check that out. And if you like that, you should check out their album. You can hear the other 43, 44 weeks worth of Adult Swim singles at adultswim.com slash singles or on the Adult Swim Spotify singles playlist uh, where we post the tracks every week. And come back next week for number 46, which will probably be going live Wednesday around noon. And that wraps it up for our wolf-centric episode of Preflight. And uh, I don't know what the other streaming the overall streaming plan is because there's probably not one but we will be taking the long 
weekend off next week. So no new pre-flight. The week of around July of July fourth. Yeah, I'll be on vacation. Sorry, guys. Um, I will also be sorry that you're on vacation because I will miss seeing you around the <laughs> office and the yeah. sunshine sure that you're you bringing will. in. Sure, you will every day. Maybe you can work on your Seagram. Maybe at that time. Maybe, maybe well, I there's can. There's no one around to distract you. Hopefully, with bothersome work things. Yeah, yeah. When you're trying to do just a video game, get out of my office. Yeah, don't come in. Leave me alone. <laughs> Fuck off. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Thanks for watching. <laughs> Tsunami every Saturday night from 10:30 to 3:30.